Using the backup number, you will need the conference. What's up, y'all? Spotify Anchor. Welcome to New Day Teaching. It's Wednesdays the third of New Day Teaching. We'll be starting in a minute. New Day Teaching. Um, we'll be starting in a minute.
Welcome, everyone. Thank you for calling in today for our Noonday Teaching. I'm Minister Lane, the host of the Noonday Teaching. God bless everybody. This is God's call. And I'm going to open up with prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I ask that you cover this line. Find up anything, oh God, that may send any chaos or confusion into this atmosphere. Father, we cover this atmosphere in the blood of Jesus. Let's sanctify this call. Father, bind any distractions in the name of Jesus. Open up our spiritual ears and spiritual eyes to be able to receive everything that goes forth today in this call. And Lord, if anyone has any other agenda here on this line, Father, we plead the blood of Jesus against it. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. I cover this ministry line and everyone here and everyone's phone line in the blood of Jesus. And it is so. Well, blessings, everyone. Thank you for joining us. This is the Breakfast Bible Club. And today we're going to be talking about a topic that um, I usually share uh, some topics that are sent throughout the week, questions that are sent throughout the week here on this Noonday Teaching Hour on Wednesdays. And now we're going to start having a book club on Thursdays. So we'll only have Wednesdays to um, share here with the question, uh, whatever the topic will be. We try to talk about a topic that is relevant for today. So the topic that I've been getting a lot of questions on, really actually this month, is on um, the topic of pornography. This is sensitive um, for some who, you know, um, are underage. I want to say, you know, um, hopefully, personally, that you have an adult present because this is sensitive here today. I wasn't going to go into this message. I was actually going to talk about something else, but God took me back to this. And um, and with the questions that was asked about this, um, just to shed some light again on what the Word of God says about it, not on what Minister Lane says, but the Word of God is our focus on the Breakfast Bible Club and here on the Diamonds of Promise um, Noonday Teaching and the Prayer Call. So again, we're led by the Holy Spirit. I open up with prayer for anyone uh, so the line is covered, and we're going to jump right into our question. So the question is, what does God think about pornography? So much can be said about this topic. Um, Pornography use in America, we know that um, the statistics show that nearly 40 million Americans um, are regular visitors to porn sites. Um, we know the average visit lasts about six minutes and 29 seconds from the statistics. 55% of them are married men, 25% of them are married women, and um, others, if you know, other uh, for those that, uh, and other groups that watch children are watching and um, uh, single people. So the issue of pornography. One thing I want to say is that uh, we know that God wants us to set our mind on whatever things are holy, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are just, and uh, whatever things are pure. So the, uh, the origin of pornography. First of all, I want to say, anybody that's been following here at the Breakfast Bible Club knows that pornography is actually um, worship of a demonic god named Baal. B-A-A-L. Um, if anybody wants to Look it up. Um, I talked about Bill some months back on who he was, what he, what, what that means. Um, there's God. People may say, well, I don't see any statues or I don't see um, anyone bowing down publicly or, you know, even in their homes to anything, any statues or any gods. But they're, they're here just the same. They're just hidden. 
some countries they're out in the open, and some places they're very well hidden. So they're not something that most people will recognize and say, okay, well, that's the statue of Baal. Baal is a demonic, uh, demonic god that a lot of people worship in unawares. Well, how do they worship them unawares? That means something that they do not know that's what they're doing. Anytime someone participates and watch pornography or uh, participation in any sexual uh, things like orgies or anything of that sort, that's Baal worship. He also um, gets worshipped by child sacrifice, um, you know, child abuse and things like that. So when any of these things take place in our society or, you know, in our world or in our communities, this is considered Baal worship. So these demon spirits, it, a spirit is being worshipped without anyone knowing, just like I spoke a little while back about abortions and the god Molech, M-O-L-E-C-H. Um, Molech is known as also another uh, evil uh, spirit god that people worship whenever abortions is performed or children are sacrificed or any type of sexual abuse with children or death of children. Just um, some of those connections to Baal. So today I chose this topic because there's a lot of questions about watching, uh, you know, pornography. Some may feel like, well, at least I'm not actually going out and indulging in a sexual act. It's only on TV. Um, in fact, you know, you can just pick up your phone and click on things today. It's really, really easy, accessible, and easy to, you know, find and easy to see. Sometimes they even send and, and, uh, things that people email and you know, uh, Facebook and all of those things. But one dangerous thing about pornography, I'm going to say, is that it leads to, in a lot of families, it leads to divorce and it leads to uh, cheating in the family. When you see uh, between husband and wife, because uh, pornography is it, really driven by humans, okay? So we, I spoke earlier of how this is male worship. Anybody can check and correct and uh, check, and if you want to, you know, search yourself. I encourage everybody to research everything that we speak about here on your own time as well. So when you engage in pornography, what happens is that um, spirits uh, are given permission. Demonic spirits are given permission into your home, into your life, into your marriage if you're married, or into whatever. Uh, you know, uh, your life or however they can come in. So we know that um, a, a pornography fuels uh, lust, adultery, rape, and homosexuality. These things are fueled by, fueled by uh, you know, pornography fuels these things. Because when someone's watching pornography and then, you know, that they have any uh, lustful or evil desires in their spirit or in their mind, or, you know, if they're thinking about it, then it opens up a door to that. It's like an insatiable lust that needs to be fed. So this is one of the things that the enemy, which is Satan, has used, um, most of all, against believers, <laughs> women and men of God, and uh, people that, you know, working people, good people. He uses this against them so that, um, you know, they get it twisted quite often. They may not think about it is being anything wrong or, you know, they're not hurting anyone, as I mentioned earlier. But this can go back all the way back to um, Rome. Um, these uh, certain uh, pictures were found of assisted acts on the walls. And um, all the way back to the 79th century uh, in Rome and to Pompeii, uh, that's the first century Roman city. 
and that was found on the wall. You know, it goes way back. This is bigger than just now. These things have been around for many, many, many years. And um, what does the Bible say about porn? So let me jump into it. From a biblical standpoint, uh, the word pornography does not is not listed in the Bible, but um, it comes from uh, a word, a, a Greek word, pornea, which appears in the New Testament, and it also trans uh, translates in English to whoredom, whoredom, adultery, fornication, or any type of sexual immorality. So pornea, P-O-R-N-I-E-A, that's the root word of pornography. So you can say that, you know, um, pornea is basically the root of, you know, the root word for all types of any kind of filth or perversion or anything like that. So the battle against sexual sins has been going on for generations and generations, and God's message is to keep us alert. He warns us against pornography. And the verse that supports this teaching today for everyone here, it says Matthew chapter 5, verse 28, and it reads, but I say to you, that everyone who looks at a woman or a man with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her or him in his heart. And the reason why I said or him in this case, even though it's saying uh, a woman, but this is also meant for a man as well. So to look at anyone with lustful intent, you know, God is not pleased with that. In Matthew 28, um, chapter 5, verse 28, supports this um, this message. So what does God tell us to do in 1 Corinthians 6, 18? He says, flee from sexual immorality. You know, he doesn't want us committing sexual sins. That's why back in Genesis, he uh, gave, you know, a, a clue of how he wanted men and women to be. That um, it wasn't good for man to be alone with Adam. So he said, let him have a helpmate suitable for him. And he went and took Adam into a deep sleep, took out his rib, and created Eve. So, um, you know, now he has a helpmate. He's no longer lonely in his body and in his flesh. And this is God's plan. God instructed marriage. The world we live in today speaks against marriage. They speak, speak against, you know, they feel that marriage is stupid or it's not smart or, you know, whatever um, ideas that the world paints. But this is in contradiction with the Word of God. Marriage is very uh, holy, a state of union that God wants to keep us safe. Marriage keeps us safe in many ways. You know, when you have one spouse that you can, uh, you know, count faithful and, uh, you know, you can trust and you pray and that spouse is a believer as well because if you get married and you're a believer, which you're a Christian, you marrying someone out of your faith, you may have extra challenges in your marriage. Not saying it can't be done because there's many times where it's done and it, it works, but, you know, there has to be a mutual respect and certain uh, lines and boundaries that will not be crossed. But when you find someone and God gives the green light and you feel the both feel settled in your spirit to marry, then you do that. You know, you're protected from certain things like diseases. Uh, you know, when you're only with that person, only, you have a, a complete um, committed relationship where you're faithful to your spouse. So he tells us flee from sexual immorality. That's, you know, everything under the sun, picking up prostitutes, doing all of these things, cheating on your spouse. You know, every other sin a person commits is outside of the body. 
a, a sexual and moral person sins against their own body. So Ephesians 19 through 20, it says, what do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you? From whom you have from God, you are not your own. You are bought with a price to glorify God with your body. And, you know, the temptation may come, but even when temptation comes in, which is not common, everybody here on the line has maybe been tempted, but God will give you the ability not to be tempted beyond your ability, uh, you know, to not to be uh, without a way of escape. So if you're tempted, he will also give you a way uh, of escape or a way that you'll be able to control it. So again, it takes a lot of self-control to be sexually pure, not given into pornography. And in Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, 1 Corinthians 10 and 13 speaks about uh, God will give us a way of escape. We're faced with any type of temptation. You know, he will not give you something that you just will say, oh, God, this was just too much, you know. I couldn't escape it. I couldn't overthrow it. That's not the God that we serve. And first Corinthians chapter ten, verse thirteen says so. You know, it lets us know that He will give you what you need if He if you're faced with any temptations. So again, each and every one of us, pornography is not um, of God. He does not want us to uh, put our eyes. You know, our eye gate. We have to cover our eye gates. And our eye gate is simply our eyes, and we are made of many gates. We have our eye gates, our ear gates, and the Word of God speaks about that. So if you think about a gate, a gate protects a city or a house or a business. So you think about a gate. A gate is a, a form of protection to keep out animals and, you know, things that may come or even debris blows when you look at outside if you have a gate around your home, you'll see like trash or something collected around the gate. Well the gate is for protection. So when God speaks about your eye gate, he wants you to keep it safe. Well how do you do that? You refuse to look at certain things before your eyes. And if you're starting yourself challenged or hard to not do that, you can pray and ask God for strength that you don't set any just any of things before your eyes. You know, even if you see something, you're watching a movie and there's a scene of nudity in there or something happens when you didn't expect it, you can simply just look away or turn it off. But he wants us not to set our eyes on something like pornography, you know, you know to watch uh, books, pornography material, TV books, or any kind of social media. And um, pornography is a really bad uh, thing because it grabs deep into your spirit and it also, um, you know, just comes into connection with ungodly desires. And uh, pornography is addictive. There's some people that are addicted to pornography. They can't even turn it off. They can't stop watching it. It's a secret, and you'll be surprised. Some men and women of God, and some of them in high places, have, um, you know, really uh, strong addic- uh, addictions to pornography. So what do we do with this? Um, the Word of God speaks about it being addictive in First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12, 2 Peter 2 and 19, and it speaks about it being destructive in Proverbs 6, 25-28. Um, look up these verses whenever you get time, and for the sake of time, I'm not going to go through all of them, but lusting after other people in your mind, um, which is the root of pornography, is offensive to God. 
and Matthew 5, 28. You know, he says that this is offensive to him. It, it just, you know, it brings out things in a person that may, they may not even be uh, aware of, you know, they're acting out of these things. So, again, you know, it, it makes sometimes, in some cases, people have a double life, as I mentioned. Some will say they follow God, they love God, they want to be holy, but as their secret, uh, their dark secret that no one knows, you know, that uh, goes into uh, porn, and it actually brings shame. And um, in Ephesians 6 and 5, it speaks about um, slavery, you know, and we're not to let anything enslave us. And then this verse can be used about being enslaved with porn, pornography, and not breaking the whole of pornography. But the good news about all of this is that due to the blood of Jesus and the Jesus sacrificing his life and that we can now be forgiven by the blood, the blood can cleanse us from the sin. We can get healing. There is light here. We can get healing from these spirits of lust and pornography. You know, if anyone is dealing with their flesh and they're dealing with, um, you know, these addictions and they can't uh, break free, that you can pray and ask God to help you to destroy the root of it. Sometimes it's loneliness. Sometimes you may have went, a person may have went through a bad breakup or went through a situation like a divorce or, you know, they're feeling lonely. And lonely is a normal a real emotion. If you're feeling lonely or you're feeling sad, you may be tempted to go into this. But we can ask God and apply Romans 12 and 2 to break us free. You know, we're a child of God. We can come to Him, a man or woman of God, or even a child, and ask Him to break um, that addiction. I remember, uh, I believe it was uh, Drew Barrymore, she was speaking about. Um, and I don't know no copyrights to her shows or any of her material. I'm just sharing this uh, testimony I saw. She was saying as young as, I believe she said she was five or six years old, and she was having uh, you know, these sexual uh, parties or seeing pornography and doing these things. And I said, wow, a lot of child stars, you know, go through that, and they go through those uh, temptations, and, um, you know, they grow up really fast due to, due to that situation. Um, of them, you know, being in the limelight and being, uh, you know, working in the industry, a lot of times this takes over them. So again, um, I would like to say to any parent that's listening in on the line, if you're a child or you're a young adult, or you're not young adult, but you're young, you're a teen or you're a child on the line, and, um, you know, maybe they're sexually active, I want you to pray with them as well and explain to them and also teach them as well um, about pornography. It opens up many doors. In some cases, um, some of these people that are on the pornography shows are even being trafficked. Um, no one knows, you know, if they're being trafficked. Some of them are underage. And this is the enemy's plan to destroy the homes, the marriages, as I said before. So we want to flee from this sin. You know, we don't want to come in agreement with it or, or watch it. If you have it on your line, on your phone, delete it. If you, um, you know, have an issue with it, you can even put up a porn blocker. That's the technology that you can add to your phone or uh, anything, your TV or any type of um, device uh, that, you know, laptop, 
that you may have to make sure that we do not want to offend God. We want to be holy and pleasing to God. We want to make sure we cover ourselves and also bless ourselves. If you're not married, you think to be married. You don't want to come into the marriage with all of these openings and all of these issues in your spirit and, you know, you don't know why the marriage is not working because sometimes the things we see on those shows and those horrible, um, you know, pornography uh, sites and things like that, you know, the purpose is still, with everybody is um, Jeremiah 17, verse 14. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved. For you are my praise. That is a verse that we can all apply to the top of any, any addiction that you may have. Um, it, it can not be pornography, maybe it's, uh, you, you know, anything. Anything that is not suitable to God, that is so on and on. But right now we're just addressing um, the, the situation with pornography due to the questions that was um, raised. The first step is to confess your sins and take accountability. Some of you, and, and anyone here, may even need counseling. You know, to restore relationships that may have been damaged, that may have been broken. There's been cases where husbands wives have found pornography on a phone, husband's phone or husband's social media or anything, email, and have really raised uh, broke trust. And that's another thing that it does. It breaks trust because the woman will feel like I'm not good enough. You know, you got to look at this stuff or vice versa. It's a male, a, a, a man, you know, finding it on his uh White's phone, so again, is to um, bring problems to the relationship, evil spirits to the relationship, and to tempt um, one another to go out, outside of the marriage, or to try to create what they see, or, you know, um, so many evil things that can come forth from this. So again, for young men, a lot of times, um, a young man, you know, that's a battle, you know, it's a battle, premature sex. And uh, premarital sex and pornography, the teenage boys are starting to feel their feelings and, you know, starting to get into certain things and errors in their body. That's why it's really important that Psalms 119 says, how can a young man cleanse their way? And it's the answer is the word of God. It's really important to train up our children and the way that they shall go. And when they're older, they will not depart. You know, will they be tempted? Yes. Will they make mistakes? Yes. But if you train them up and early, early, you know, I had my children, everyone who knows me, personal testimony, I have two children, and I had a daycare um, I ran for 20 years um, almost, so it's a really long time. Um, I, I taught all the children about God, and I still go into them at a very early age so that they knew, especially my children, um, you know about these things. They knew about these things. They knew what the outcome of it was. And you could only see in the spirit realm what takes place when um, the pornography enters into the home. You'll be blown away, you know. And some of you may have a gift to see in the spirit realm. You know, it's a stronghold of Satan. So, and a uh, conclusion, and we don't have a lot of time, but in conclusion of what we're talking about, there is resources that, um, you know, to have this issue, there's resources that 
You can uh, Google and look for help. There's websites that you can, um, you know, uh, look up and get help. One of them is called Covenant Eyes. You can, uh, you know, look that up and uh, it helps with accountability. And also, um, there's another one called Crosswalk. Is to help break free of porn's trap. So uh, there's other things that you can look up, other resources, but those are just two that um, I wanted to give uh, for anybody that was interested. Cut your eyes. Crosswalk. I'm not anyone dealing with that issue. And also, I want to release a prayer over anyone that, um, you know, relationship may have been damaged or. Um, you may um, have a battle with pornography. Um, you may want to stop looking at it, but you you know you you find it hard. You think it's impossible not to look at it because your flesh is enjoying it for whatever reason. And I just want to say, as a personal testimony for myself, you can live free from porn. I do not watch pornography. I do not engage in any type of um, porn pornography or any kind of sexual thing and that sort. So you can live free from that. Um, God can uh, bless you and cover you and strengthen you in that area, not to even have a desire to look at it. You know, some may say, well, it's a human being. Yes, it is, but you can always pray for God to keep you from sexual sins, and he will answer. You know, if you ask God for help, he will help you. If you ask him for protection, he will protect you. There's been times where in my life, you know, uh, not to be too detailed, where things were, you know, maybe a man and someone was coming and God would let me know, no. You know, and he would just cause a diversion to where they couldn't even um, call me or contact me or well, however. You know, so he can place a barrier and a guard, um, sort of like a hedge of protection around you, just the same way he did Job, to keep you from that. You know, you just have to first make the initiative to say, I'm not going to give into it. And it doesn't matter if you're married or single. You know, even married couples, like I read in the beginning, have the same, you know, um, temptation or sometimes even more. Because even if you hate marriage and you want to bring a division and confusion into the marriage. So there is hope for anyone here that may be dealing with this issue because our hope is in Christ. And there is victory over our flesh if we continue to seek the Lord and remember the blessings that was given and uh, look to him, you know, look to him, be honest and open with him because he sees it anyway. We can't hide anything from God. His eyes are, you know, uh, to and fro over the whole land. You know, he can see everything that is taking place here. So there's no place we can go. Even if we make our bed down in hell, you know, God is there, the word says. So no matter where you go, he's going to be there. So you can always talk to him and um, ask him to help you, strengthen you in that area. If you're feeling weak and you're lonely, um, maybe as, as I suggested in the Breakfast Bible Club, reaching out in the community. There's a lot of work that is needed in the community. In hospitals, um, if a person's not working, maybe they're out of work and you want to volunteer, you know, um, whoever, you know, this is not something that, you know, if you want to do, this is an optional optional um, statement I'm making. I'm not saying that everyone needs to volunteer, but if you feel like, you know, you're lonely, there's places that you can sell your time. Food kitchens are always needed, uh, needing help. Hospitals, they have the burn unit, they have the age unit where the babies are there, and you can read to the babies. I was a part of that 
program years ago. You could read, um, go to the hospital and just read to the kids. You know, or you can go to the daycare and read to the, to the babies. And uh, that is really fulfilling and helping. And if that's not your thing, reading to kids, there's so many other things that you can do. The elderly, you know, you can read there. You can go to the nursing homes. You can, uh, you know, just so much. The list just goes on and on. What you can do is something that you like. You can Google and check into it and find out how you can, uh, you know, do something to put your hands to in the community. You know, it's always fulfilling, even if it's just 30 minutes, you know, out of, out of the day or maybe even 30 minutes out of the week, whatever your schedule will allow. So, again, that's one way to combat loneliness. And, um, you know, also uh, reaching out to uh Ministries such as Donald Thomas, myself, and helping with some of the things that we have going on. And uh, there's a lot of ways you can um, be busy so you don't have to feel lonely or alone if that's for someone that's alone. So, again, um, to sum up our message today, God is not in agreement with, with uh, porn. Uh, pornography is a evil tool used on the enemy. And uh, he does not want us uh, watching that, putting it before our eyes, and, you know, being addicted to it, and also, um, you know, acting out the things that we see, and also supporting these porn sites, buying tapes, buying videos, and supporting them, downloading it, keeping it going. And again, that's keeping a lot of young women in trouble. As I mentioned, some of them are human sex trafficking. And, um, you know, human trafficking is real. I help women overcome that and uh, provide solely for some of those women with the ARAB, um, I'm, I'm sorry, um, Ray, um, I'm going to use ARAB, <laughs> Rahab House is one of the places that help as well in uh, connection with clothes and donations. Those, that's a house full of women that um, are overcoming these uh, horrible effects of human trafficking as well. So I hope that, I pray that this um, message has helped someone with some of the questions that was asked about pornography, what does God think about it, some of the verses that was given. Um, he wants us to flee uh, from sexual sins. He wants us to flee every kind of sin. Jesus died on the cross to make atonement for our sins so we can go to hell. We don't have to live in bondage and, you know, uh, in this type of way where it's not pleasing to God. We don't want to let something like this um, keep us uh, disconnected from God and away from Him. So I'm going to pray. And if this is uh, a message that can bless you, just be in agreement with it. Or if it's for someone that, that you know, just keep their name lifted up as I pray or in your mind, in your heart. If this is not an issue for you, glory to God. But if you know someone that is, keep them um, lifted as I pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah. Father, I ask that you forgive us for all sin. Lord, I ask that you cover everyone here on this phone line. Lord, I give you the glory for this platform, Lord God. Our new day teaching, we can talk about subjects that are relevant for today and what you feel about it, oh God. And what the Word of God says about it. Not man, but the Word of God is what we base everything on, God. And Lord, I just lift up the situation. But there's anyone here that is dealing with pornography, the the uh, temptation of pornography, or watching it and they cannot break the temptation, maybe it's controlling them or controlling their spouse, controlling maybe even their fiance or their children or anyone in their home. Lord, I pray right now for a mighty 
hand of deliverance, God. Bring down the deliverance now upon this line in Jesus' name. Break those strongholds in the name of Jesus. For anyone that wants to be free, let them receive freedom now in Jesus' name. We cancel that evil demonic assignment right now. Lord, cover everyone's eye gates, everyone's ear gates to be holy. Lord, we repent and there's any open doors, Lord God. I stand proxy for anyone here that is battling with pornography, Lord, and they will have clean hands, a clean heart, God, creating them a clean heart, oh God, and renew the right spirit within them in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, Lord. Right now, I pray that you will touch, move, break, begin to set their minds in another way, God, a way that is edifying upon you. Set their mind on their thoughts and their actions upon you. Destroy the root of lust. Destroy it, Lord God. Destroy the root that leads them to it, God. And heal, Lord God, any broken hearts here on the line, any disappointment, discouragement, maybe they've been lied to or cheated on. Whatever it may have been, God, show them about that you are here right now, the chain breaker, hallelujah, to break every chain, to take it away, God. You can do anything, God, but fail. So, Lord, I pray right now that you will remove that spirit, that desire to look upon the poor, my God. Let your Holy Spirit reign and rule. Cut down their will, O oh God. Control me, O oh Lord. And Lord, I bind up and mobilize those marriage-breaking spirits that are assigned to break up the home, to keep confusion in the home. Father, let us all, Lord God, look to you. Father, right now, I lift up everyone here. I ask that you will do a clean sweep. Visit every home here. Visit every house, every person, every person, God, right now here on this line. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. And Lord, let it be no fear, Lord God. No fear. Hallelujah. No fear. But Lord, we just ask that you come in. Lord God, I ask that you will sweep through. Lord, clean the heart, God. Clean, Lord God, the situation, Lord. And anyone has a desire for spouse. Give them, oh God, a spouse, a godly spouse. Equally yoked, oh God. If someone's praying for a husband, Father, let them meet their husband and feel that for a mother that's praying for a wife. Give them a holy wife, a woman that will be edifying, God. And Father, reveal all imposters. Reveal, Lord God, wolves and sheep's clothing. Reveal it in the name of Jesus so that no one errs and make a mistake, God. If you're speaking to them that is just a friend and it's not to go further, show them, Lord God, with clarity so that they can make the right decision. Father, it's nothing worse than being married to the wrong person, God, going in the flesh, going ahead of you. Father, right now, we cancel that spirit in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I speak peace over every marriage, over every home. I thank you, Lord, for exposing the root of pornography, that that is Satan's stronghold to destroy families and to bring forth confusion. Father, I pray that let every parent be aware. Hush your kid on Be aware of what their children are watching on the website. Let them be aware of who they're befriending, who they're talking to. Lord, let them not be too busy to not know what the children are doing. And young adults, uh, pardon me, even young uh, teens, and Lord God, and that you will even give young adults wisdom. And let them know, God, what those, the parents know what those children are doing that is living right in underneath their, in their roof, right underneath their nose, God. Open up their ears and their spiritual eyes, God. Let an angel begin to reveal and minister to them what is taking place. Let us not be ignorant to Satan's devices in the name of Jesus. 
help us, Lord God, to see what's going on. Father, expose cheating spirits, Lord. Expose them and heal them, Father. Bring forth healing in the home, in the marriages, in the relationships, and amongst the children in Jesus' name. And Father, I just pray against pornography in the workplace. Someone's watching it in the workplace. Father, right now, I pray that you will let them repent. Bring them to repentance. And Father, Lord, let them walk holy. Let them not abuse their job. They can even use their job, lose their job and jeopardize their job, oh God. Yes, and this is a device of the enemy. So Lord, I just thank you for hearing this prayer. I thank you for cleansing. I thank you for releasing, healing. I thank you for breaking every chain, every spirit, every demonic spirit. We cast you out pornography now. Any sexual lust, bondages, and sins, we bind you and immobilize you. The blood of Jesus is greater and is against you now. In the name of Jesus, we stand on the word and the blood. That is our power. And I thank you, Lord God, for hearing this prayer. I thank you, Lord God, for this question that's been asked over and over. What you feel about pornography is detestable to you. You are not pleased with it. And let every man walk holy and let every man drink the water from his own cistern. That means being faithful to his own wife or the wife being faithful to her own husband. And if anyone is not ready, God, for marriage yet, begin to show them how to get themselves ready and prepared and to focus on you. God, we are focused. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. We love you, God. We love your word. Father, I'm grateful for this platform just to speak out and to make a difference on the topic. And I give you the glory and all the praise. And Father, I just ask that you will bless everyone here. Rest upon us even tonight as we sleep with Father. Be with us. Cover us. Father, speak to us. Show us how to repent. Show us how to repent for bloodline or generational curses of sexual sin, prostitution, anything that is in the bloodline. Show us how to repent. When we repent, that's how it is stopped and it is broken. So bring forth repentance in the mighty name of Jesus. And I thank you, Father, for each and every listener. Bless them, cover them, and Lord, let them continue to go with God. In Jesus' name, it is so. Blessings, everyone. Thank you for listening in. Until next Wednesday, don't forget to join us tomorrow. Blessings. Blessings, everyone. Thank you. Blessings.